Welcome to your very first lesson in module three, your prepare module. This lesson is called the formula for happiness. What if I told you there was a way that you could literally predict if you were going to feel happy or not? And there was a way to predict if you'd be unhappy. There's actually a really simple mathematical formula that determines if you'll be happy or not. And we want to use this to our advantage. And so I want you to start to think about your life for a moment. Which areas of your life would you consider yourself happy with? And just go ahead and jot those down. There's a reason I'm asking. Because if I just go ahead and tell you what this equation is, it won't really land. But if you see it for yourself, it'll land much more easily. So go ahead and ask yourself, what areas of my life am I actually happy with right now in my life? And then ask yourself, why? Why am I happy with those areas? What's the reason? And jot down your answer. And then I want you to take a look at your life in an area where you are unhappy, an area that you're unhappy with right now. What is that area? What's an area in your life that you're experiencing unhappiness? Jot that area down and why? Pause me and write down why you would label yourself as unhappy in that area. And if there is an area where you would say you're experiencing suffering, meaning consistent negative emotions on a regular basis, go ahead and jot that that area down and pause me and say why for each of those. And the reason I'm having you answer why is because you'll find that your answer is found in the formula for happiness and unhappiness. Take a look at the area that you would identify as an area you're happy in. Wouldn't you agree that the way your life is in that area either matches or is trending towards how you think it should be. That's why you're happy. It's matching or trending towards why uh, the way that you think it should be in that area. In other words, your life conditions, the way life is LC equals your blueprints B LC equals B your life conditions match your blueprints, your model of the world, the way that it should be. And that's why you're happy. And if you take a look at the area that you're unhappy with right now, wouldn't you agree that the area you are unhappy with, that area of your life, the circumstances in that area of your life are not in alignment or are trending away from how you think it should be? Out of alignment with your expectations, right? Your life conditions do not match your blueprint, your model of the world, how you think it should be. That's the formula for happiness and unhappiness. I forgot where I learned that, but it was brilliant when I learned that. I was like, oh my gosh, these areas that I'm happy with, it's because my life reflects my model of the world, how it should be. And these areas I'm unhappy with, my life does not reflect my model of the world and how it should be. But what about areas where you're suffering? What about areas in your life where it feels there's these consistent negative emotions on a regular basis. When you're truly suffering, where this is just overwhelmed on a constant basis, there's no way out. Take a look at those areas. Wouldn't you agree that those areas would match the following formula? Your life conditions, meaning the way life is right now, does not match your blueprints, how you think it should be. And you feel like there's nothing you can do about it. That's the formula for suffering. So happiness, your life conditions match how it should be. Unhappiness, your life conditions don't match how it should be. And suffering, your life conditions don't match how it should be. And you feel like there's nothing you can do about it. 
So how do we navigate that? If you are in an area where you're happy, we want to keep doing what we're doing in that area. We want to keep taking the actions we're taking, keep viewing life in that way. But what about the areas we're unhappy or suffering in? There's three ways that people navigate these areas. And I want you to see which of these you are currently using. The first way that people navigate areas they're unhappy with or suffering in is they blame. We've talked about this before. They blame. What do they blame? They blame other people. They blame events of the past and they blame themselves. And blame is such a sexy topic because it gives you a way out of taking responsibility for your life. It gives you a way out of facing what you fear most. If you blame someone else, that means that until they come and change your circumstances, you don't have to do anything about it. You don't have to view it differently. So it's really sexy to do that because then we don't have to face what we fear. If you blame an event, blaming an event's really sexy because it can't come back and bite you in the butt and say you're wrong. So we want to blame the event. It feels good to blame the event. And sometimes we even blame ourselves. And when we blame ourselves, it makes us feel important because we're punishing ourselves. In some sick, twisted way, we're meeting our need for significance and certainty from punishing ourselves. And that holds us back from the life that we really want. So if we live our life through the lens of blame and our life conditions are not the way that we want them to be, will that strategy cause our life to change? No. Blaming, no matter how much blame you find in someone else or yourself or an event, it doesn't change you. It doesn't make you improve. It doesn't let you have a better life, even if your life conditions change you will still feel negative because your blueprint is that that shouldn't have happened. And as long as you live in shoulds, you're feeling suffering on a regular basis. So we want to navigate this in a different way. We want to let go of blame for those situations because remember, all of life is cause and effect. If you focus on the effect, your life conditions, how things are, you forget the cause, which is how you're feeling about your life conditions. And when you focus on the effect, you forget the cause. When you forget the cause, you can't influence the effect. So does that make sense so far? That's the first of three strategies of how people navigate unhappiness or suffering. And I want you to ask yourself which areas of your life you're using that right now and what's it costing you? Pause me and answer that. What is it costing you right now to blame? It's not helping anything. It doesn't improve anything. It just makes you feel important and it makes you connect more deeply to feelings of sadness. And it might make you feel certain in the moment or connection in the moment, but it's not actually helping your life move towards what you want. So the second way that people navigate unhappiness or suffering is they try to change their life conditions. And sometimes that works, right? If you're in a situation where you don't have money and you go out and make more money so that your amount of money in the bank matches how much money should be in the bank, you feel happier. And so in a lot of cases, that is a way that you can do it. If you're not happy with the way your business is, you can take action to create more business and therefore match it with how it should be. But with a lot of these things that you're trying to change, a lot of it is deep emotional work that takes conditioning over time. And so with those things, it's actually really challenging to just say, I'm going to change my life conditions. It's kind of like, if I were to tell you, Hey, I have $100,000 sitting in escrow right now, and you can have all of it, no questions asked, if you lose 50 pounds by midnight tonight. Could you do it? Of course you could do it. A lot of people are like, no, I couldn't do it. Of course you could do it. You cut off a leg. 
You can absolutely do it. It's not sustainable, but you could do it. What we're looking for is sustainable happiness and success, right? That's what we're going after. Rewiring your mind is about success over the long term, beyond standard norms. And so most of the time, just changing our life conditions isn't sustainable. We want to create something that is sustainable in our life, which brings us to the third strategy, and that's change your blueprint. Change how you think it should be. If you change how you think it should be, then all of a sudden you can have happiness whenever you want. Because if you think about saying it should be this way, it shouldn't be this way. You go through life saying, I should have more money. I should have a bigger business. My marriage should be this way. That person shouldn't have done that to me. And you're shooting all over yourself. That's what most people do with their life. And so we have these expectations, otherwise known as attachments, to how things need to turn out. My happiness is based on my results in life. That's attachment. My happiness, my feelings are my results. And when we have these attachments, these expectations about how things should go, then we consistently feel pain. Because write this down. Expectations are the root of all suffering. Expectations are the root of all suffering. As long as you think your life should be different, you will find unhappiness in some way, shape, or form. But like I said in a previous lesson, my favorite quote of all time is when you trade your expectations for appreciations, your whole life changes in an instant. When you trade your expectations for appreciations, your whole life changes in an instant. Because you're saying, you know what, I'm so appreciative of the way my life is right now. Think about what that does. You view your circumstance through a different lens. You cause a different emotion. You're seeing challenge through the lens of beauty. And when you see challenge through the lens of beauty, all of a sudden, you unveil the resourcefulness that will allow you to actually change it. I'm not saying don't be dissatisfied with your circumstances. That's fine. But when you let it overwhelm you, when it's consistently, this should be different instead of, yes, I'm dissatisfied and I'm so grateful that I'm experiencing this. I'm so appreciative that I'm experiencing this because I know it's leading me somewhere. It's teaching me something. What could this be teaching me? What could I be learning from this? How could I grow from this? When you live in that state of appreciation for what you used to expect, when you appreciate what you used to say should be different, you have the insights that will allow you to actually change that circumstance. But as long as you live in the mindset of it should be different, you are seeing life is happening to you. You're saying, my life all around me is causing me to be a victim and it's not fair. That is the dependent mindset that's saying that things need to change before I change. No, 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 no. It's you change and then your life changes. And it all starts up here. It all starts with how you view the world. Remember, life is always happening for you and not to you. It's always happening for you, not to you. And when you view life that way, then no matter the obstacle on your path to success, going after those four big goals, no matter what the obstacle is, you see it through the lens of possibility. You see it through the lens of hope. You see it through the lens of, oh my gosh, I'm learning something here. This failure is a beautiful lesson for me to move forward. Magic happens when you live that way. So make sure you complete the workbook for today. That's your implementation. Share your takeaways in our private community. Ask questions in office hours. And always, 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 always remember 
you're just one insight away from a radically different life. This is building into the next lesson where we're focusing on our attachment to the outcome. And this is setting us up. So I'm so excited to see you in the next lesson. I'll see you there.